In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Think of the commandments. Hate not your neighbor. Remember the Most High's covenant and overlook faults. As we come into the last two Sundays of the Summer of Sanity, we wish now to focus on the very heart of the habituation of the mind to the fact that infinite existence is also a someone, which is the key to understanding reality. And I wish to have you hearken to that very powerful and challenging first reading from the prophet Sirach in the deep and mighty gospel, and hearken to that passage, think of the commandments, hate not your neighbor, remember the Most High's covenant, and overlook faults. For the center, the heart of the habituation of the mind to the fact that infinite existence is also as someone as the key to understanding reality, is the keeping holy of the Lord's day and the power and the duty of the Sunday Mass. Also, it is timely because you may have heard that Bishop Donald Hying, the Bishop of Madison, has recently rescinded the dispensation from attending Sunday Mass that will go into effect the weekend of September 26th and 27th. If you wish to read that decree, it is published in the bulletin in full. And so we know the what. We are to go to Mass every Sunday and sanctify the Lord's Day. Yes, I understand I'm preaching to the choir. You are all here. So you're not going to get an admonishment from me. I wish to have, if you will, a little bit of a Bible study on the why, so that you might be strengthened in your mind and hearts and perhaps have tools to bear witness to family or friends who do not understand this what of going to Mass every Sunday and sanctifying the Lord's Day. Now, if you think of the Lord's commands, it becomes easier to not hate your neighbor. If you remember the Most High's covenant, you receive grace to overlook faults. So why must we keep holy the Lord's Day? The commandment is thus, found in Exodus chapter 20, the first and the third commandment. Quote, the Lord God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall not have other gods besides me. You shall remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Infinite existence speaks as the someone and gives the command to have no other gods and keep holy the Lord's day and makes reference to removal from the house of slavery. Why must we keep this commandment to hallow the Lord's day and attend the Sunday Mass? Because it is the command of the Lord Most High and it is connected to removal from the house of slavery. When we keep holy the Lord's day, when we bind ourselves in undying love to the Sunday Mass, it is a way to keep ourselves from being enthralled from the many things that press upon us, work and business, sport and leisure, other duties and obligations, that most dreadful slave master, the self, and what I want.
when we overcome the merely what I want and fall in obedience to this greatest of all the commands and put aside any contender for love of God Most High, whether that be the need to travel distance or attend seventh grade basketball, whatever it may be, there is no idol that comes before the Lord God Most High. And in binding to that, we follow the path of the Israelites, and we follow the path of our Lord Jesus Christ, He Himself, God-Man, who every Sabbath was in the synagogue or when He was in the city of Jerusalem in the temple there, coming to the great summation of the New Covenant. I wish to quote from you now Matthew chapter 26. You'll definitely recognize this one as well. Quote, While they were eating, Jesus took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and giving it to his disciples, said, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed on behalf of many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, from now on I shall not drink this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it with you new in the kingdom of my Father. Then after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives." End quote. This is now the new covenant when the Lord Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection, restores the relationship that is lost in sin and gives us the grace to rebuild that life in relationship with our Heavenly Father and our neighbor. The whole Christian church did that from that time forward. And now Sunday is the Lord's day because it is the day the Lord has risen from the dead. And the resurrection of Christ, which is the turning point of all history, is now the clarion call for all the children of God. That is why I now quote Acts chapter 2. Quote, Those who accepted his message, as a sidebar that message is Peter the Apostle preaching on Pentecost. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 persons were added that day. They devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles, to the communal life, to the breaking of the bread and the prayers. Yea, this is the life of the Christian, in heed of the Lord's command, which grants power to overlook faults and to forgive sins, and welcomes one into the bread and the wine, the flesh and the blood. Do we not do this? Come and hear the teachings of the apostles, the apostle St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Do we not have the breaking of the bread and the prayers? And when we are done, do we not sing him and go out to our own Mount of Olives, our own workplace, our own homes, where our sorrows and our joys, our triumphs and our losses are offered in glory to the Lord God? And this becomes the power and rhythm that keeps one out of the house of slavery. This is why St. Paul will write 1 Corinthians chapter 10, quote, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because the loaf of bread is one, we, though many, are one body, for we all partake of one loaf. 
Thus, both out of commandment and love, I am bidden. Can I put a shrine of prayer in my own house and encounter God there? Yes, and I should. May I walk up to a beautiful place in the creation of God and pray and encounter God there? Yes, and I should. Can I play an emotionally engaging song and have an inspiration from God there? Yes, and I should. But is that the one bread? No. In those many diverse places will I gather with my brother and sister? No. And so I am bidden to come on the Lord's Day and give that adoration. You know, every winter I go on vacation down to Florida, and I'm a priest, and I can bring my little masket and say Mass in the nice place where I stay. But on Sunday, I go to the church. Do I like the way the church is decorated? I do not. Do I like the music they play? I do not. Do I think I could preach a better sermon than the pastor every time the last five years I've been there? Yes. Does any of that matter? No. Because they are my brothers and sisters. Is it not the one loaf? Am I not called in communion with the one God who I encounter in that place? My last quotation from Scripture, Hebrews chapter 10. Let us hold unwaveringly to our confession that gives us hope. For he who made the promise is trustworthy. We must consider how to rouse one another to love and good works. We should not stay away from our assembly as is the custom of some, but encourage one another, and this all the more as you see the day drawing near. We must not absent ourselves from the assembly. And you might say, duh, Father, I'm not. I'm right here. Yes, right. But rouse one another to love and good works. Heed the call of the commandment that we will not fall in any way back into the house of slavery and share that message. Now we have to end this sermon because the day presses on. Next week is the how to do all of this. I finish with a simple quotation from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2167. And as a side note, I record this homily. I'll post it with all the scripture passages that I have used. The celebration of Sunday observes the moral commandment inscribed by nature in the human heart to render to God an outward visible sign, public and regular worship as a sign of his universal benefits toward all. Sunday worship fulfills the moral command of the Old Covenant, taking up its rhythm and spirit in the weekly celebration of the Creator and Redeemer of His people. The Sunday celebration of the Lord's Day and His Eucharist is at the heart of the life of the Church. Sunday is the day on which the Paschal Mystery is celebrated in light of the apostolic tradition and is to be observed as the foremost holy days of obligation in the universal church. And so, brothers and sisters, have great peace. If you have faltered in this commandment, the Lord forgives 70 times, seven times, and the green light of the confessional will wash away any fault. And we will think of the commandments and receive that beautiful grace to hate not our neighbor to remember the Most High's covenant 
and overlook faults, to partake of the one bread and the one cup, and know the peace of Almighty God, and by our fidelity to the Sunday, habituate our minds to the fact that infinite existence is also a someone who loves you and redeemed you and invites you, and even me, into loving relationship as the key to understanding reality. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.